Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat, and uh, welcome back to the final hour of Tip Today, 1800-938-007. And we were speaking to Alice there about energy costs and uh, the like and standing charges. And um, Brenda was on to say maybe it uh, varies depending on the amount on the day. I'm really not a good person to talk about this because I only found out lately that we have a smart meter installed for the last few months, months and I didn't even know. But anyway, where the standing charges are concerned, my understanding on that is is that it's supposed to reflect the fixed costs associated with providing gas and electricity supply and not the unit cost of energy, that it shouldn't be related to that in any way. So again, I'm just asking the question as to why it's variable. So I don't know. I really don't know. Um... We were also speaking about one of our letters in our Agony Aunt uh, series and uh, from the wife who's very concerned, very annoyed and embarrassed by her husband because when he, when they go out socially, he behaves really, really poorly. He gets out of his head drunk and he takes his clothes off and he's sort of wound up by his friends and he embarrasses her and she doesn't know where she's at. But, you know, there's a very sad text in from a listener that says Good God, Fran, it brought me back so many memories of my former husband. He was a very heavy drinker and he'd really mortify me with his behaviour after drinking. And one of his favourite sayings was, do you want to round now or do you want to wait until the morning when he would come home from the pub? That's into us on 083-311-3311. Delighted to be joined in the studio now, as usual. On the Thursday by Muriel Cuddy, who is CEO of Marito 8020 in uh, Clonmel. Good morning to you, Muriel. Good morning, Fran. Uh, good to see you today. You have an interesting one. You see September as being your January. Would you, mm. would you explain that to me? Yeah, I think, um, I suppose, for in the last week or so, all my kids have gone in different directions. I find some are really hard. So they're all off and I work full time. So right. you're, you've people in your ear trying to do, they want you to do 10 different things and they want you to be in 10 different places and they can't understand how you're not off and how you can't drive them and whatever. And even the older ones that are off, how you can't meet for coffee or like, what are you actually doing? And why are you not home a, in the evening? And that makes no difference to them. Like, it's <laughs> just like, yeah, well, there's enough money for A, B and C. But yeah, I find summer hard. Yes. And then when you get a holiday, by the time everybody gets together and you come down, like half the holiday's gone or whatever, you know, so I just, I find summer. But I suppose that's for me was why September is, is, is yeah, January. The weather is still lovely mm-hmm. and we get the chance to just reset, literally, and say, right, okay, what do we want to do with the next four months coming into Christmas time? This is a nice enough time of the year. Like, when you get to January, January's a tough time of the year to kind of do your reset and say, right, I want to lose half stone I want to do something new and I'm going to exercise and all of that kind and of thing. And it rarely works. Out. It rarely works, yeah, but this time of the year you can do it softly. So you can kind of like just get yourself in the right frame of mind to do things now because yeah, the nights are still long enough and stuff like that, you know. So that got me thinking then about the whole like negative thinking and you know, how do we actually process our thoughts and in Ireland so many people are more on the uh, downside than the upside. And you know, um all of this what do you put that down to, by the way? Mary? Well, I suppose our weather doesn't help because the last week, so many people yeah. are in good form. Like, Monday didn't feel like Monday this yeah, week. Know. You yeah. know, like, can you imagine if we lived in Spain or somewhere? Like, I know this week felt to me like it was a long week, but I think that's because the days were so long, as in the weather was lovely and that. But people are genuinely happier. They smile more. But you know the positive and negative mindset? It's not a personality trait. 
it's actually something that you can develop. So it's it's the same as anything else that we do within our world to make ourselves better people. It's, it's habitual. Yes, I mean, it's like, yes, oh, wow, it is. Okay. Totally, totally. So like you have to work on it. And like I work on it because I'm an overthinker and I worry. And the girls, Welcome if they're listening, the yeah, yeah. will laugh at the good of that. But I do. So I have to work on it. And, you know, the thing, things that we do with negative thinking is like you magnify things. You, you take things like out of like the box that they're in literally and you, you think they're an awful lot worse than what they are. You imagine they're an awful lot worse than what they are and you you know you're personalising something so when something bad occurs you're kind of blaming yourself for it like why did that happen and what did I do and what should I be doing instead and that you know and catastrophising you know you're anticipating something's going to happen mm. before it ever happens so you're thinking about tomorrow and you're imagining the worst. That's one of the things I used to do. I'm not as bad anymore. I kind of finish the day and I start the next day and finish out this and let's... God I need to know know how you changed yeah. your, your and that's, thinking. That's yeah. a mindset. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through that here with yeah. you because like, I just think that's massive because if you start worrying about tomorrow, you're in trouble because tomorrow isn't even given. Like that's not, it's not even promised, you know. So I'm starting to get into that mindset. But you know, blaming yourself. So you, you have I been responsible? So you blame others for things, but you've I been responsible for things you should be responsible for. Does that make sense to you? Like um, say you try and say somebody else is responsible for something happened to you instead of yourself. Does that mm. make sense to you? You know? It does probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's other things like magnifying things that you make big deal out of problems so something that isn't a big deal you're making a bigger deal and you know if you don't feel in the best you do that anyway because you don't feel well so you know you're, you're again you're magnifying things and you're polarising things that you only see things as good or bad there's no in between so like your world is either up or your world is down um, and, and there's no in between you know Have, have you been talking to people about me? <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what Fran I'd say it probably is Seven or eight out of ten people so? that yeah. are actually listening. Yeah. Because yeah. I really think in Ireland, I think to focus on positive thinking is um, it's a skill that we have to learn and it's a skill that we have to work on. So I'm on here every week and I'm bleeding on about your health and your diet and mm. all of those different things. But I think this piece of it is just as important, literally like that. How many times do we actually sit down and identify in our life areas that we need to focus on? that we can change. So things that we usually think negatively about. Say, you came in at three o'clock this morning. Mm. Like, that was a long day. Mm -hmm. You're tired. Mm. What can you do about things like that? Because, like, you're tired now for the day, so it's going to make you think negatively or more negatively about other things, you know? So, like... So it all plays into... It all comes together, like, you know, like... How many yeah. times do we notice our thoughts? So we get out and we get into the car and it's down in petrol and you need petrol and maybe you haven't had your lunch and you have to go home and there's 50 things to do at home. The weather's lovely and the garden needs to be, the lawn needs to be cut and then you cut the lawn and then you see the weeds are starting and you've all of these things that are negative in your head the whole time, you know? How many times do we actually backpedal and say, right, okay, spin that around a little? Uh, the weather's very, beautiful. Very rarely. We, and and as Irish people, we don't, you know, we don't, like they say you are, the, you are, you become the person, the five best people you surround yourself with. You know, mm. and I talk talk to my kids about that a lot. That you have to be with people that actually um, are nice to you and give you energy and, and smile and laugh do, a lot. Do you know a great example of that? I was talking to a gardener one time, and he made a very interesting point. He said that most gardeners are frantically gardening, yes. but how many of them go out and sit in their garden and enjoy the garden? Yeah. Do you, do you know, and and that. That really plays into what you're saying, doesn't it? It's exactly like, I think as Irish people, we overthink things. Yeah. And when we overthink things, then it plays into everything else. Do you know the amount of health benefits they are there? 
there, there are there for people that are positive thinkers. And it was, we've had this conversation at work so many times because, because of the health side, like in relation to say menopause and colds and flus and viruses and stuff like that. Positive thinkers in general don't get as sick as much as um, negative thinkers. Is that scientific? That's scientific. True. The research is there, yeah, in wow. relation to that. The research is there in relation to the health benefits, like your lifespan is increased. Um, decreased levels or lower re- levels of depression and stress, um, lower levels of or better psycholo- psychological and physical well-being, uh, your cardiovascular health, your, you've reduced risk of dying from strokes and all of that kind of thing. Like this is all research-driven or whatever. Reduced risk of death from cancer, from respiratory conditions, from um, infections, and you've better um, coping skills in times of stress and hardship. You know, so like there are so many different different. The body recovers faster even if you do get sick. Um, if you've lower mm. levels of stress and you think more positively, you know it's 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 just it's amazing. And if we if we're thinking more positively, I guess we're not needing crutches such as you know uh, junk food and mm. alcohol and yeah. that that thrown literally from the couch watching Netflix or something. Yeah. It's the serotonin side. Yeah. So like if you positive people have higher or normal levels of serotonin and normal levels like that's just the basic of what you need to have and you know serotonin is your feel good hormone and serotonin like 74% of it is made in your gut so like if your gut isn't well which I talk about every single week well then you're not going to have the levels of serotonin so you're, that's going to play negatively into like your mindset and how you feel and all of that kind of thing so it's all part of the one picture and if your serotonin levels are normal you're happy you're calm you're more focused you're everything it supercharges your energy like there's so many different things improves your sleep you're more resilient you can absorb the nutrients from your food. There's just so many different things that play into it. So it's all part of the bigger picture. So if we're prone, as I am, to melancholy and if we're prone to negative thinking, how can you turn that around? Well, you definitely need to manage stress instead of stress managing you. That's, for me, one of the biggest things. To, okay. to say that to yourself, you need to manage stress instead of stress managing you. But how, how do you do that? So, like, there's so many different things. Self-talk is one of the things. And in Ireland, we're no good at this because people would always have kind of um, laughed at us or whatever if we were, you know, saying, right, I'm going to do this positive affirmation yes. thing and whatever. But if you're talking um, negatively, like, say, I've never done it before, you spin it around and you say, like, it's an opportunity to learn something new. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. Failure is literally just a learning curve. So if you fail at something, at least you've tried. So go on now and try something else or do it in a different way or whatever, you know. So that's the positive side. It's too complicated. I'll tackle it from a different angle. I'm massive on that one. Even with the kids, I'm like, stop, seriously. Nothing's too complicated. Try right. from wherever. Um, I don't have the resources. Well, necessity is the mother of invention. That's what they say, you know. I'm too lazy to get this done. And a lot of people actually even think that in their head. I've, I've gotten that this week two or three times with people. They've used the word lazy in their own vocab about themselves uh, as, as um, a negative and they were very down themselves. Mm. But when we got into it, they weren't lazy. They felt really unwell and their body was breaking down. So they just, they weren't able to do it. It wasn't the lazy piece. One person had said to me, you know, she couldn't walk the hill up to her house. It was a half a mile and she used to be able to. I'm just gone so lazy and I'm whatever. But she was really unwell. You know, she had lymphedema and there was different things wrong, you know. But it's just, you can say to people, you know, if somebody says to you to write an email and you put all the negative things into an email, but you spin it around and you reword that email to say exactly the same thing in a positive vein, you actually draw the person into your world instead of actually annoying the person and pushing them away. So instead of saying I'm too lazy to get it done, say I couldn't fit it into my schedule, but I can re-examine it, you know, my, some of my priorities and see can I fit it in. So, you know, don't ever use the word lazy about yourself. There's no way it'll work. Well, I can try and make it work. Mm. You know, don't say things like that. It's too radical a change. Let's take a chance. That would be definitely me. No one bothers to communicate with me. I'll see if I can open the channels of communication. And you know, on that one, I think it's if you smile, the world smiles back. You don't have to do anything. You just have to smile 
and people will automatically be drawn to you. And the minute you do that, the positive energy is starting to manifest immediately anyway. And then I'm not going to get any better at this. I'll give it another try. You know, so like it's not, it's not, it's just positive talk. And, you know, um, I suppose the powers that be, I won't say the powers that be, Muhammad Ali was one of them. He was one of the guys like that. He's a few brilliant quotes out there, you know, and um, I've, I've reused a lot from, from time to time. But one of the ones I liked was, um, I am the greatest. He, he said, I used to say that continually before I ever became became the greatest. So he always thought that about himself and he always made himself say and it. And what, the repetition had an effect? Then, it's it's like it? if you need to change your life, so if something's going wrong in your life or your life just, you're not in a good place. So maybe it's an unhappy marriage or it's work or whatever it is. You envisage the life that you want to live and you stay envisaging it and then you write it down and you write down the pieces of the life of um, where you want to be. Like you can see yourself living in a new house. You can see yourself in a new job. You can see yourself doing things and you say it in the present. You don't say it in the past. So that's what Muhammad Ali was saying, was saying, you know, he could actually see it. He felt it. And he became it. And, you know, um, Deepak Chopra, mm. um, the, he's another guy, like, brilliant and all the affirmations or whatever, but he said the secret of attraction is to love yourself. And that was another one I liked because I just thought, we don't love ourselves. Mm. We are so hard in ourselves, you know? And you to say the words like, be kind to yourself and that kind of thing. Your health is number one. So if you can kind of turn it back in yourself, right, and say, I'm going to start looking after myself first and then everyone else. So put everybody in the box at either side of you or whatever. And then when you start becoming, what would you say, just feeling better about yourself and that, yeah, then you can actually give more to others. So fill your own cup, isn't it? Isn't that what they say? That's interesting. But, it, I mean, it, it's not easy for fear we might sort of give that impression. I mean, I know I, I would have tried to change my thinking over the years. I find it very difficult to do so. I think it's consistency. I think it's like exercise or anything. Yeah. I think you, you can't just do it for a week and then stop because it's too hard. I think if you only pick like two minutes a day and do it for the two minutes a day and that becomes three minutes, I think that definitely, it has to be consistent because I know, um, I read one about Oprah, I was reading a book or whatever and, and Oprah had a quote and it said, everything passes if you learn to hold things lightly. So just say that to yourself again. That was probably the biggest one that, that resonated with me. So everything passes if you learn to hold things lightly. What does that mean? Not hugely engage with negative Yeah, stuff, Yeah, literally. Like, isn't everything heavy? Like, stress... Worry isn't everything heavy. Like the heavier you let it become in your body, the heavier it will become. But if you hold it lightly and you try and say to yourself, well, I'm not going to let this now drag me down or I'm not going to over worry. I'm going to just start thinking about other things. I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to do something else for myself. And you hold things lighter, you have a better chance. But you have got to practice the power of positive thinking. And if you do everything from career to relationships to health to hobbies, everything, um, becomes that little better. But you know, Fran, and people probably listen saying she's full of whatever, um, the way she's, she's chatting there now, but you know, we are all authors of our own destiny. Mm. And I say that so many times. And like, if we don't focus on our strengths and we don't do nice things for ourselves to make our, our world better, nobody else will do it for you. Yeah, but I mean, in fairness, you've always been honest with us and you were saying that, you know, you struggle to to sort of achieve this, don't oh, you? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's work. Even, it's in my, work. even in my world, yeah. like, I know if I don't get up in the morning early and go to the gym, my day isn't as good. 
Is it easy to get up early? Jeez, to get out of bed on a Monday morning at a quarter past five. No, that's not easy. And like, I haven't had a month or two months off over the summer. I had a week off mm. over the summer and the week was with four kids. So it wasn't a week away in the spa on my own or whatever, you know. So, yes, for me, I have to do the mental stuff. The, 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 the right stuff is in the exercise helps my mental head. So if I get to the gym and it's not about weight or anything like that. It's mentally and physically as in I'm more mobile. I can get in and out of the car properly when I go to the mm. gym. It just lifts my mood for me to make me feel better. The same with foodstuffs for me. If I eat well, I feel better. If I don't eat well, I feel like rubbish. I won't even say the whatever word. Mm. So I can't get through my day and I can't work and I can't rear a family when I do the other stuff wrong. So for me, it's a way of life. It has become a way of life because I've become so good at being consistent. I can't go backwards because I can't do the unwell feeling. And is it fair to say that the people that come into you with health issues, that you could chase it all back to thinking Oh, and I'm very honest with people and, and, and anyone that comes into me they, they can message you and even back me up on this but I do say to people if they're not ready to change um, and they're not ready for me to help them and support them and they're not ready to be I suppose I always talk about things from a health point of view so even if somebody's coming in they want to lose weight I'll always go from a health point of view and I'll say to people it's your health and it's in your hands but you've got to be ready to change yourself. So the mindset has to be right that when you're, you're, you're on this path, it's in your head. I want to change, I want help and I'm going to do it with the help. But that piece has to be there. So you have to be, what would you say? The positive piece has to come into being somewhere along the way. You know, that you feel unwell for so long. And that's the biggest piece of people are coming in, Fran. I'm the last resort, like mm. 90% of the time. And people feel so unwell. When I say to them, in all the people that I have, like five or 600 clients, three have only ever left. When I said to them, listen, if you're not ready for it, just leave. Um, you know, don't worry about payment or anything at all like that. Because if you were not ready for me to help you, I don't want to be, you know, taking mm. money or doing anything like but that. But for most people, the fact that they present themselves to you means that they've taken that step. They're sitting there that, and yeah. they're already in a state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the state can come from anywhere. Like, to me, it doesn't come from just being overweight or just from, say, a food intolerance issue or, you know, some reason, whatever. You'll go, you'll always go back to it started somewhere. There was some life event or something happened somewhere in somebody's world that actually triggered this set of events that made their body. And does it surprise people to maybe discover that in conversation with you, you know? Oh, totally. Because when you go back, people come in to do something simple like lose weight or which they feel it's not simple, but that's the topic that you want to talk about. Mm. But the first 15 minutes of the conversation can be about a life event, maybe like a death or, you know, maybe something really stressful happened in their 20s or it can be about something like that that we have to kind of delve into without going too deep. But we have to delve into it to actually find why did this happen? When did it happen? How long has this trigger been there? So how long has your body been breaking down because when the body breaks down it's literally like a car running on dirty aisle and it'll chuck away for a while and that chucking chucking, by the time you're 40 or 45 or 50 really starts to slow down and eventually when I say to people it'll stop the stop piece is the chronic illness piece that's the type type 2 diabetes or the cardiovascular event or you know your body is like on its knees at that stage so the sooner you get to the bottom of it and you you know you won't and I've said it before you add 15 years to your life if you get that piece right. So people that are listening today, the, the simplest thing you can do is the positive piece, the positive thinking piece. If you can actually start doing that for a minute a day and stop being so hard on yourself, because that reduces stress, that builds the serotonin levels, it gets you outside, you'll exercise, you'll do other things, you'll try and eat better if you're kinder to yourself and you're just more positive about things. It's interesting. Can I drag you into the conversation about one of our, our dear Phil letters? It was from a wife who is in an 
unfortunate situation with the husband in that when they go out socially, he makes a complete ass of himself because he gets off his head on drink. He embarrasses her. He's a nuisance, all of this kind of thing. And a lot of people sort of saying, well, what a, you know what he is and giving mm. her advice. But could we just look at him for a moment? I, as you were reading it, I thought of him. Yeah. Before I, I yeah. mean, where is he coming from? From, from the There's something wrong. There's a reason that he's over drinking. He's not going out drinking like down down in 10 pints. To me, I don't know. Is it like a self-confidence thing? Mm. Does he have to have two or three pints, first of all, before he can even hold a conversation yeah, with somebody? Because in the letter, she said they're not very sociable. They don't go out that often. But yeah. when they do... Yeah. He go, does the dog on it. That's her description. I have just, I've goose pimples because I, I, I've just, I've come across it before, just once or twice in clinic. Um, that self-confidence piece ties in massively with the alcoholism piece of people overdoing it at different times or whatever. And it's literally from they're not um, able to cope socially. So they have the first two or three drinks really fast just to get them over that hump of actually talking to people. And then it just spirals because as they become more confident, each drink makes them more confident. So they like the person they become for that space of time or whatever. So they're able to chat to people and they're like centre of attraction or attention or whatever you'd like to say. And it just makes them feel more at ease with who they are. And and, and they like that for that length of time. So maybe there's more to it than just him going out making an idiot of himself. It's a different side of his personality that's there that maybe he likes or it makes life easier when he's out. So it's, it's backpedal, isn't it? It's a very interesting take on it indeed. And a whole yeah. other dynamic on yeah. it uh, too. Yeah. Uh, Muriel, if people want to talk to you or the team, how can they do yes. that? So they can give us a uh, Call on 0526148881 or www.marito8020.com. All right, so Muriel, thanks very much indeed. We'll take a break back in just a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie 